Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us wherever you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 509 here at the station, 59 degrees and partly sunny outside. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. You can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. And hear what you have to say. Looks like a lot of people want to talk about what's going on. Uh, we have L from Wayne County on Natalie Holloway. L, how are you? I'm okay. How are you doing today? Good. That's good. Well, listen, um, uh, Nikki had brought up, she didn't know whether or not that would be better or worse that she, that they knew, the parents knew or not. Well, earlier I heard, I don't know if I, I was watching TV and I was also listening to the radio, and I'm not certain where which one I heard it on, but the mother had said that they wanted to know, uh, they wanted him to admit it, and they also wanted to know what happened to her body and that's what they were really concerned they really wanted if if possible to get the body mm-hmm. so you know that was the answer to nikki for nikki but um that island isn't very large i was there in the 90s and i think they said when we were going to go i think they said it was only like seven miles long so there wasn't a real lot of place for him to put the body and he did admit to them that he put the body after he killed her. He put the body in the water. Yeah. So. I that. Oh, you did. Oh, I didn't hear you say that part. Okay. All right. But uh, I wanted just to mention that. So. Yeah, the, the island of Aruba but, is twenty-one miles long and six miles wide. It's a oh, uh, six miles wide. Seventy-five oh, okay. square miles, but twenty-one miles long. So. Yeah, and uh, but what I don't understand is. I thought even though he would admit it here, he wouldn't have been able to be tried here for her murder because the murder didn't happen in the States. But I thought that they could have tried him in Aruba now, now that he's admitted the death and it was it happened there. Wouldn't they be able to try him there now? Not if it's part of the plea deal that upon his admission they will not charge him. Oh, wow. That's a bummer. Yeah. That's a real shame. All right, Al. Thanks for checking okay. in. Well, thank you, and have a great night. You too. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, let's go to uh, Lorraine in Hazelton on Victoria's Secret, Lorraine. Yeah, surprise, surprise. You still, you still getting us? <laughs> well, I'm going to start now. Big, yeah, I'm still getting it. Yeah, it was a while ago. So anyway, um, you and Jake had a lighthearted moment before. He had a chuckle, and. Uh, you started it, and I'm here to finish it. Okay. The two of you said, bring sexy back. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm back. <laughs> it's great to hear your voice again, Lorraine. <laughs> now, how are you hearing us from Hazleton now? How are you getting us? Are you, are you using the app? <laughs> yes, I have to. I used to. I used to like to use my little transistor radio and get it on 1300, but I'll tell you that 980 stinks. You cannot get it at all. Yeah, during the day, uh, as soon as the sun sets, it gets a lot worse because the power goes down. But during the day, uh, you know, I know it's staticky, but you could still get it somewhat. 
Oh, under perfect I, conditions, I'm sure. But uh, I'm glad you – one of the first things I asked when I found out we were losing 1,300 was, what about Lorraine from Hazleton? What are you, <laughs> well, you going to do? Well, it took Victoria's Secrets to bring me back. (laughs) (laughs) And sexy. (laughs) I couldn't pass that up. I'm glad you can get us on the app. And uh, make sure you you let the others in Hazleton know they can get us on the app as well. I think they know by now because everybody was moaning about it. But, I mean, you know, because it's, it's rough. Like they were saying, a lot of people, even though they have the smartphones and that they're not computer savvy they don't know how to do it but see in in the car maybe in and out of uh you know range but no in the daytime i tried no 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 yeah maybe at times you go to hear a little voice and all of a sudden boom it goes static and everything and um but like i said you know you gotta keep your phone charged in or you go to uh so that makes it a little rough, but I was so used to my little radio with the 1300. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, big change, but I'm glad you can still get us on the app. And, you know, I've talked to the powers that be and down the road, not not anything immediate, but hopefully they can get us back in that area. So oh, we'll, I we'll hope. see what happens. I, I, yeah, that would be the answer to the problem. Yep, yeah, it will. Yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate you checking in, Lorraine. Let me know all's good and that you're still getting us. I'm glad you were able to call in and bring sexy back. It's what? I'll bring sexy? Yeah, well, here I am. <laughs> yep, here you are. Well, thanks for checking in, Lorraine. Okay, bye now. Bye-bye. You have a great night. Uh, it was good to hear from Lorraine. Let's go to uh, Max from Mountaintop on Where Migrants Go. Max. Yes, uh, I just wanted to reinstate my position on the open statement that you let out regarding where would the uh, refugees go in Northeast PA once they left the airport and the Walmart Supercenter in Pittston? Well, that question was answered by Senator Robert Casey. He plans on turning a historic bank building with a $1 million grant into a neighborhood centers of northeastern Pennsylvania processing center. The funding will help renovate the former Southside Bank building on Cedar Avenue in Scranton. It will also act as a central entry point for new immigrants and refugees. That's WBRE six months ago, Mm -hmm. as well as Channel 16, Anybody wants to fact check it, check it go ahead. No, it's not. Now, we've, talk, we've talked about it. You've talked about it here. I, I went yes, through the we article. Did. I put it out there. It's, it's no doubt that he said that it's going to be used for that. We are not seeing it being widespreadly used for that as of yet. But like I said, if they're giving 30- and 60-day notices to vacate in New York City, what other options do they have, to, do they have when they have to leave the state then? So, well, they don't have to come here if they're not invited here. So where do you stand on this? If an illegal alien invader pulled in your driveway and wanted refuge, as recommended by Kamala Harris, the borders are, would you give them refuge, or should I answer first? No, it's not going to happen. That's just it's not going to happen for me either. It's it's not going to happen. And you know, right. I'm I'm a proponent of legal migration. This this All illegal right. invasion that's going on at our border is negligent at its most. Uh, at but its, at let's its base. not let's not re, re reconstitute this for what it really is. It's not immigration. It's not asylum. 
It's exactly what it is, and that's invasion. So that's where I stand. I hear you, Max, and, and uh, we're along the same lines as that. I'm a proponent Thank of you. legal immigration. I appreciate your call. A- Thank you. Um, just looking up where we were. Uh, kind of used most of the time for that, so we won't get into that as well. It looks like they are starting to arrest more and more at the Cannon Office Building in uh, D.C. as the protesters continue their mark. Now, a good friend of mine, Chad Prather, said this is the worst day in American history. Cole, Kinzinger, and Cheney, this is the worst, worse than 9-11. These people don't go through metal detectors, treat the democracy. 10-18, 18 October 18th, put them in solidarity for two years without charges and then 22 years in prison. Uh, but there are some videos of it getting, you know, it's getting pretty violent with them removing some of the protesters. They are chanting. And, and it... It's uh, interesting to see how some protests are fine and okay. I'm also looking at Beirut live now where they're throwing rocks and fireworks and explosives at the, uh, at the gate. It does look like buildings are on fire. In the, and again, all over the hospital blast that has been proven to not be the case of what happened. There was no hospital struck. The parking lot was struck. There were not hundreds of casualties. There was not caused by Israeli airstrike. It was caused by a Hamas missile that misfired and landed on the ground. But the rhetoric that's gone around to the dense population of our world and even denser politicians in Washington who propagate propaganda to stoke these Riots to stoke these attacks on American entities, on Jewish entities, need to be called out for such. Uh, to this day, they haven't rescinded their remarks. I mean, is it that hard to say, hey, I was wrong, but any death of innocent lives is still tragic and you know my concern is there? That's not hard. It's truly not hard. And I don't think it would change things, but you know what? I would look at a post like that from Rashida Tlaib or Ilian Omar and say, all right, at least they tried. And a lot of these corrections, you know, they kept their headlines up, these mainstream media, the New York Times, New York Post, the Associated Press. And all they did was ruin diplomacy. You had the leader of the free world, allegedly, Joe Biden, the president of the United States, there, who was going to sit down with the president of the Palestinian authorities, the leader of Jordan, the leader of Egypt, to say, hey, how could we make this better? What can we do here? What, what are we going to do as far as the innocent people of the Palestinian region? That didn't happen because politicians and the mainstream media lied to the world. They took the word of a terrorist organization, Hamas and their government, and ran with it. You know why? Because it made headlines. It made people angry. It made people click on their links and repost it and say, oh, my God, do you believe what happened here? Hundreds. Not, not only 300. Now it's 500. Dead. And it's all not true. All wasn't true. And all it did was ruin, ruin and cancel a possible opportunity for a diploma, di- diplomatic sit-down.
All it did was cause the embassy in Beirut to be attacked. All it did was cause what we're seeing now in the Cannon Office Building in Washington, where you know you have people out there, morons mostly, believing everything they see and everything they read, and running with it. And peace, prosperity, and you know the way we do things are at stake here. And you have Iran on the verge of starting World War III, and you have a dysfunctional government in Washington that can't even figure out who's in charge. It's uh, 522 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Hey, thanks, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. There is some slowing on 81 southbound through the Scranton area all the way to Music. You might be dipping below 40 miles per hour. Road work on the Morgan Highway around the Leahy Family Fun Park has things backed up, and we are seeing slight delays on West Broad Street in Hazleton. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Your turn. <laughs> Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast. I was lost in the world of text messages. I see that. <laughs> Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist, uh, not Chief Meteorologist, meteorologist Ali Gallo. We, we can promote her. Why not? Give her a yeah, give her a promotion. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 44. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds, high 67. Friday, showers possible in the afternoon, high 64. Saturday, scattered showers becoming breezy, high 59. Sunday, partly sunny, breezy, and much cooler, high 50. It's currently 59 degrees, sun and clouds outside at 523, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 527 here at the station. 56 degrees, 59 degrees, 59 degrees outside right now. Well, it appears like we're talking about the protests that are taking place inside the Cannon Office Building of the Capitol, where Congress has their offices. Half of them have their offices there. And uh, there's video now that Representative Rashida Tlaib addressed that crowd outside, encouraging them. And here they are now inside. And as per the U.S. Capitol Police, they made a post saying a group of protesters are demonstrating inside the Cannon Rotunda. Demonstrations are not allowed inside congressional buildings. That's as per the Capitol Police. You now have video of uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib addressing that crowd, saying the White House and everyone thinks we're going to sit back and let this continue to happen. No. Uh, and said, did Rashida Tlaib incite an insurrection by Hamas supporters? I'm not sure if this is Hamas supporters. It seems to be a mix, but they're definitely about a ceasefire. You also have uh, Texas Representative Randy Weber, who just posted, just happened outside of my office. Hamas supporters entered the Capitol and ripped down the I Stand with Israel sign outside my office. Here's what I have to say. And he just posted a video showing his destroyed sign that says I Stand with Israel that was posted outside his office. Could you imagine if... Uh, Pro-Israel protesters went in and destroyed and burned the Palestinian flag that's outside Representative Rashida Tlaib's office. Could you imagine the outrage we'd see then? But this has been going on. And it's well documented, but it's interesting to see that Rashida Tlaib did go outside and address this crowd 
just prior to them entering the rotunda and protesting, many of them now being arrested where they can. And and I think by saying pro-Hamas rally is, I mean, there are Palestinian flags being seen there, but there are also people wearing yarmulkes, you know, saying Jews for peace signs and such like that. So it's a mixed crowd. But the, the crowd is definitely, you know, a lot of ceasefire from what I'm seeing. But to be 100% honest, I don't know if this is just a pro-Hamas insurrect, uh, pro, pro-Hamas crowd that's here. You know, there's signs, let Gaza live. Um, can't read a lot of the other signs that are there. But, for, you know, for full disclosure, it, it, I, I think saying a pro-Hamas crowd is a, a little disingenuous here. But there is a big sign I'm looking at now that says decolonize. Palestine, um, they have since 2007. They've not been colonized. They have not been occupied. Again, more in, in misinformation that goes uh, goes without saying. But the blind lead the blind, and the blind follows. So uh, somebody texted it. Isn't that an insurrection, Rob? That's what the posts are saying. And it would be interesting to see what happens with the uh, with. Uh, the Capitol Police, how they hold these people accountable, how they are charged, what they are charged with. Yeah, I'm looking at text messages coming in. And yeah, I mean, it, they're a lot more graphic, my text messages that I'm getting. and uh, But think about it. If, if pro-Israel... individuals went into the, went into the Capitol and tore down the Palestinian flag outside of Rashida Tlaib's office and burned it. There would be utter mayhem in the press. Utter mayhem. Have you seen in the mainstream media the protests sit in, chanting in the rotunda of the Cannon office building right now, the destruction of Congressman Randy Weber's property outside of his office that says, I stand with Israel? So, um, you know, it's interesting... To see, and we have the uh, post by the United States Capitol Police that says a group of protesters have are demonstrating inside the Canada Rotunda. Demonstrations are not allowed inside the Congressional Building. Well, then they deserve the same charges that p- trespassers received when they entered on January 6th, no? Isn't that the way it's supposed to be, equal justice? We'll have to see. I mean, I'm not saying charge them with insurrection because actually very few people were charged with insurrection on January 6th. Charge them with the trespassing. Charge them with the destruction of property. Charge them with the disorderly conduct. Just like the 98% of the people that were charged on January 6th. I mean, there's there's video of them fighting with the police. Uh, you know, where's the call-outs for that? We'll have to see. I don't think we'll hold your breath for that. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. It's 532 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Come back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 537. Sunsets are coming. It's going to be dark by the time I get out of work soon. 59, 58 degrees with uh, sun and clouds. Sunset today is 617. So I got a whole 17 minutes after I get out of work today. I was just pulling up the United States Capitol Police. Uh, social media, and uh, their posts continue. It says a group of protesters are demonstrating inside the Kennan Rotunda. Demonstrations are not allowed inside the Congressional Building. We read that, and it says we warn the protesters to stop demonstrating 
and when they did not comply, we began arresting them. Then about an hour ago, arrests in the Cannon Rotunda and the rolling road closures are ongoing. Among these arrests, three people have been arrested and charged with assault on a police officer during processing. So they have three people under arrest for assault on a police officer, multiple other arrests. And there's uh, rolling roadblocks because this is both inside and outside. A large number of the protesters got into the rotunda. There's a lot more outside. And outside is where Representative Rashida Tlaib um, spoke on them. And I really didn't get a chance to uh, review the audio or I'd play it for you or see how long it is. But uh, we'll see if we can get that to you. Hey, Jay, can you look at my Twitter? And I have the a post up there of Rashida Tlaib speaking. I don't know how long it's for, but just check it out to see if it's worth playing on the air. To see uh, you know, what she told the protesters outside that ended up going inside to the rotunda of the Cannon office building. Also, we have... Um, the U.S. is imposing new sanctions on Hamas operatives. I don't know what good that'll do here, but we'll see. It says uh, the U.S. Treasury Department on Wednesday imposed sanctions on 10 key Hamas terrorist group members. Not for nothing, but if we knew who the 10 key Hamas terrorist group members were before they attacked Israel, don't you think we should have sanctioned them then? I mean, shouldn't we just comment? I'm just spitballing here common practice to sanction the leaders of terrorist organizations, known terrorist organizations. You know, we should be sanctioning them to begin with. But they're Hamas terrorist group members, operatives, and financial facilitators in an effort to stem the revenue flow for the terrorist group. In addition, Deputy Treasury Secretary announced that the administration aims to build a multinational coalition to go after terrorist financing. Again, shouldn't we be doing that normally? I mean, shouldn't we be sanctioning known terrorist group members, operatives, and financial facilitators before they attack somebody? I didn't. You worked in law enforcement. I have no clue. I have not. I, you know, I doesn't. Yeah, I didn't work in law enforcement. It makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, that that makes sense to me, too. But we're doing it now. We've picked out 10 of the heads of Hamas terrorist organization, and we're going to sanction them. Don't do it again. It's uh, the new sanctions target six individuals associated with the Hamas secret investment portfolio. There's a secret investment portfolio. And not so secret if you know about it. Two senior Hamas officials and a Gaza-based virtual currency exchange. I wonder who invested in that. According to the Treasury Department. Well, they knew about it, so. Can't be too secret. The Hamas secret investment portfolio. Hmm. Interesting. So they keep records of that stuff. I, I guess so. It's worth sanctioning. They them probably now. keep better records than I do. Probably. Uh, yeah. I guess. I know. <laughs> Five forty-one here. Listen, WIK. seriously. Like my day is way too long. Time for traffic and weather. Yeah. Oh, is that I'm supposed to be doing something? Okay. Uh, you're the one complaining. You don't get out of here on time. I keep you. I hold you up, and we um, can keep talking. 
Okay, this traffic update is brought said, to you I'm bigger, by... I'm bigger than the other guys. I can't hear I the can... music. I don't know if Jake's playing the music. Uh, he's playing the music. I'm How come I can't this. hear anything? This Pentella Data Internet dun, Traffic Update. Dun, dun, dun. The Morgan Highway remains jammed up due to construction. That's right around the Leahy Family Fun Park. We have slowing both directions on 81 in the Scranton area, and 81 southbound dips under 35 miles an hour due to heavy traffic. Music to Avoca. I wanted to say. She, she had a speed bump. Well, <laughs> hang on. I, no, I was going to say due to idiots usually, but that's not what I wanted to say. I'm only kidding. You can say that. I can. Stop driving like idiots. Please. Seriously. And whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570 883 7269. Nikki Stone, W I L K Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast for meteorologist Ali Gallo. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 44. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds, high 67. Friday, showers possible in the afternoon, high 64. Saturday, scattered showers and becoming breezy, high 59. Sunday, partly sunny, breezy, and much cooler, high 50. It's currently 58 degrees and mostly sunny now. At 543, your official weather station, WILK. Thought the music was going to kick. There we go. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is uh, 5.48 here in the station, 58 degrees and mostly sunny. Well, both Jake and I listened to the clip from Representative Rashida Tlaib to double-check it to make sure. You know, she gets off the rail sometimes, says some words we can't say on the radio. But we checked it. It's uh, two minutes of brain cells that Jake and I will never get back again. But we're going to play it for you, and then we're going to talk about the piece. Uh, So, Jake, let's get it. And to my president... To our president. Yes, he's still on. Well, hold on. I know, I, hey, I want him to know, as a Palestinian American, is also somebody of Muslim faith, I'm not going to forget this. And I think a lot of people are not going to forget this. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a threat. It isn't. They, they think we're joking. I mean, I think the White House and everyone thinks that we're just going to sit back and let this just continue to happen. No. The fact of the matter is, our lives are not safe with you or the forever peace president. When are we going to feel safe? When are we going to stop funding continued, literally, oppression of indigenous communities? When are we going to say enough? It makes me so angry to have to say it, but I'm telling you, I'm talking to people was a congresswoman Rashida Tlaib outside the protesters that then stormed the Capitol Cannon office building and took over the rotunda and now uh, assaulted multiple police officers and there's multiple arrests involved. Now, just to what she said, well, first of all, it's, it's pretty ironic she's now attacking their president, Joe Biden, her president, their president, as she said it, but attacking him because he doesn't believe the same as her. She talks about feeling safe here in America. Well, where was her? Where are Palestinian Americans not safe in America? Uh, I'd really like her to point that out specifically here. 
I mean, there's been no attacks on, on Muslims or Palestinian Americans here. There was, there was, there, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. There were isolated instances. There was that crazy landlord who killed that six-year-old kid who should spend the rest of his life in jail if not face the death penalty. You know, there were a couple of isolated incidents here and there, but come on. She's, she's staying in front of a crowd of, of hundreds, maybe thousands, if you look at some of the pictures. A few thousand anyway. And, and riling this up to where you, you can't feel safe here in America. The president is letting us down as Muslim Americans, as Palestinian Americans. He's letting us. We don't feel safe here. You know, the oppression of indigenous people. Well, first of all, the Palestinians aren't indigenous to Palestine. If you really want to go back, it's probably been conquered about 100 times, and it goes back to Judea, which were the Jewish people back in the start of that region. So, plus, no one attacked the Palestinians. No one tried to oppress them. They attacked Israel. They killed innocent children, women, grandparents, concert goers, farmers, in these kibbutz, these community farm communities that lived on the border because they believed that Israelis and Palestinians could live side by side. But here she is, the congresswoman. That could be a voice of reason, not that she's ever been that, but could be the voice of reason in a time like this to say, wait a minute, let's rid this area. What can we do? to rid the area of these terrorists and then rebuild it for the Palestinian people? And how can they help Israel and the world population that want peace there to rid the area of that? And I, I bring it back. If you look at the West Bank under the Palestinian Authority, they're not involved in this. They have stayed out of this. They have made it clear. The head of the Palestinian Authority says, hey, Hamas is not us. We fought them. They took over Gaza. The West Bank is not launching rockets. The West Bank is not killing innocent civilians. These are Palestinians too. The Palestinian Authority fought Hamas. Hamas won the Gaza Strip. The Palestinian Authority take, remain control in the West Bank. But you have morons like Rashida Tlaib stoking fear. The Biden administration has failed us. We don't feel safe here in America. Oppression of indigenous people, you know, the colonizers. I'm sorry. Israel did not colonize Palestine. Palestine was a region. The Arab Muslim communities around it don't want anything to do with them. This isn't a, a religious thing like you're trying to bring this up and like she's trying to make this. This is a religious thing. It's an oppression thing. We're second-class citizens. No, you're not. No, you're not. But she stokes this just like she did about the hospital bombing, which caused our embassies to still under attack in Beirut, Lebanon. The total collapse of whatever diplomacy could have happened when Biden was there to speak to these world leaders because idiots like this get a platform. Because the idiots of their community vote for an idiot like this. And I don't throw that around lightly. I mean, but just look at what we're dealing with here. When you are the propaganda arm as a U.S. congresswoman for a terrorist organization, when you are standing on the Capitol steps with that speech we just heard, 
telling your followers, telling Palestinian Americans, we can't feel safe here. That this is because of the oppression of indigenous people. No, it's not. No one attacked the Palestinians. It's quite the opposite. You can't punch somebody in the face and then put your hands up and say, ceasefire. It's not, it doesn't work like that. And this area has been down this road time and time again. What choice does Israel have? If they follow the pressure of ceasefire and let bygones be bygones, we're just going to be back here in a couple more years doing the same thing. It's a shame there's not better answers. But rhetoric from idiots like Rashida Tlaib, like incompetent, I can't even say the word leader, elected buffoon, talking utter nonsense. Every single thing out of her mouth was nonsensical rhetoric. But you see how fast she turned on Biden? Because he's not in lockstep with her. Trying to tell all the Palestinian Americans, we don't feel safe here. My God, we're, we're, it's not a safe environment for us. How can we live in a place like this? Excuse me, you live in the greatest country in the world. Maybe if she focused on what was really happening, that a terrorist organization that took over your homeland attacked innocent people, and there's retaliation for that, and what can we do to make this better? But instead, she's throwing fuel, gasoline on this fire. That's all she's doing. Gasoline, more and more gasoline on the fire. World's a better place without people like that in a position that she's in. She should be standing on a corner somewhere, ranting and raving with a sign. Not have an office in the Cannon Office Building in Congress. Not have a platform of a United States congressperson. She's a clear and present danger to the people of the United States and the world because there was a chance for diplomacy today, and she and her cohorts ruined it. It's as simple as that. It's uh, 5.57 here at WILK. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell Show. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show today. Uh, hopefully you found the conversation. I'm just looking at more videos. Rashida Tlaib also again said about Israeli bombing the hospital just now in her speech outside of the Cannon Office building, which is just egregious knowing the truth at this point. But hopefully tomorrow's a better day for us, for America, for peace, for the Israelis and the innocent people of Palestine. Thank you for participating in today's show. God bless. Be safe. This is the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. We will see you and do this again tomorrow.